0: program is sponsored by Rosenthal Wealth Management
2: a registered representative offering securities and advisory services through Saterra Advisor Networks, LLC, a broker, dealer, and registered investment advisor, member FINRA SIPC. Saterra is under a separate ownership from Rosenthal Wealth Management Group. Rosenthal Wealth Management Group is located at 9265 Corporate Circle in Manassas, Virginia and can be reached at 703-330-3100. Chris McKay is not affiliated with Satira Advisor Networks, LLC, nor Rosenthal Wealth Management Group. Bob Jones is a marketing assistant of Rosenthal Wealth Management Group and is associated with Soteria Advisor Networks, LLC.
1: It's time now for Making Money Sense, live with Larry Rosenthal. Larry is recognized as one of the nation's leading financial and retirement planners and is here to answer your questions right now. Author, speaker, and talk show host Larry Rosenthal is dedicated to teaching others financial stewardship from a biblical point of view Call Larry now. Studio lines are open at 855-ROSE-123. That's 855-767-3123. Making Money Sense is on the air. Well, welcome
2: once again to another edition of the Larry Rosenthal Show with Larry Rosenthal live here every Saturday. You can call him at 855 767 3123 right now. I'm that young man in the bottom of your screen if you're watching on larryrosenthal.tv. Bob Jones will pick up your call and get things
3: going. Good morning, Larry. Good morning, Chris, and how are you today? Oh, I'm,
2: I'm doing great. You're looking good on TV this morning. You do well, do?
3: so are you. So is Bob. <laughs> we got great radio faces, right? We do, but you can still see them. If you really want to look at them closely, you can watch them on TV, right? That's exactly right. <laughs> Check us all out. Uh, we're live streaming the show again on LarryRosenthal.TV on YouTube. Check it out, LarryRosenthal.TV on YouTube. Go there and subscribe and ding that little bell so you get notifications. And uh, I'd like to continue to welcome our longtime listeners on SiriusXM Family Talk, channel 131, coast-to-coast and border-to-border, as well as our longtime listeners in the D.C.-Baltimore area on WAVA, 105.1 FM. Well, it is Open Mic Saturday, right? Open Mic Saturday, no questions barred at all. Whatever questions you might have on your mind today about financial planning, wealth management, charitable giving, taxes, estate planning, insurance, the stock market, the Fed. Whatever's on your mind this morning, give us a ring at 855-ROSE-123. That's 855-ROSE-123 or 855-767-3123 with any questions that you have on your mind. What a week in the market, Chris. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we, we had two market-moving statements this week. The first one was a little negative because of good news, and the second one was positive because of bad news. Does not. Now compute. how do you figure that out, Does right? Does not compute. So let's figure this out here. Let's take a look at it all, okay? You know, I like to do a market <laughs> recap at the beginning of each show each week and and in our webinars and stuff. And and you know, we we didn't get any major inflation information this past week, uh, you know, from Bureau of Labor Statistics or anywhere. Nothing was really published except some Underpinnings of inflation numbers some some what we would call secondary numbers on inflation, you know well what 's the cost of this, this, and this so that could lead to more inflation pressures you know but anyway my, my the point is that that the underpinning some of the reports that came out i 'm not going to get into all three or four of them it, it just doesn 't matter at this point um, the 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 secondary indicators of inflation just basically showed that inflation might be a little bit more entrenched into the economy than what people were hoping for. Well, guess what? It is, okay? (laughs) It has been, all right? So then, you know, that's when the markets kind of pulled back a little bit at the beginning of the week And, and towards the end of last week and the beginning of this week. And then one of the Fed officials came out the other day on Thursday and basically said, hey, you know what? We got to be careful with, with not too many more rate hikes. And then, boom, the markets came up very strong Thursday afternoon and Friday as well. <laughs> so there you have it. You just like a whisper
2: it. from the Fed, and things go different. Just, That's
3: my point. You know, at some point they will stop, at some point they will pause. And we should be able to, or at least everybody's hoping, that we'd see somewhat of a market celebration about that because then you get clarity of direction. So we're not there yet. I had a client the other day say to me on the phone, you know, Larry, we listen to you every week, and we keep hearing you say we're not there yet. When are we going to get there? Okay? (laughs) I see see the kids in the station wagon. Aren't we there yet? Yep, yep. Yep. So my response was, stop buying food, okay, <laughs> and then we'll get there. Pretty much. So, but if you if you strip out food and rent, food and rents, okay, food and housing, uh, inflation's tracking at about one point eight percent. So that's how big of a component it is. And when you look at all the different components that make up the inflation um, formula, if you will. You know, you see food outside the home. We are eating at well at restaurants outside the home, okay? <laughs> uh, as as a country, but anyway, bottom line is, you know, we 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 saw the uh, January inflation number basically went sideways from the December inflation number. It did go down. It was at eight point six in December, eight point five in January. You know, next week we're going to get the inflation number for February. See how that see how that plays out, and we'll just keep this thing going. So many projections by the end of this year to see inflation down into the fours, okay? Some people we've even seen uh, projecting them into the upper threes, okay? So, so inflation is going to um, uh, plateau from time to time and drop again, plateau from time to time, drop again. But it's on a descending scale downward, and that's what we need. We need patience. We want the Fed work through there to, to the point where they, they start to the pause and that's just the bottom line on all of this okay once we get clearer direction on where, when and where the fed stops because they will at some point then all eyes are going to be on the fundamentals of the economy corporate earnings in 2023 are actually estimated to increase okay over 2022 which is a good good thing pe ratios are in line consumer still shows up strong and unemployment is very strong wages are supporting as well so we'll continue unfortunately to see some more layoffs coming but you know the, the the debate is hard landing, soft landing, or even no landing at all, uh, which would even be a better scenario for the economy and the market. So stay tuned, stay balanced, stay diversified. Okay, uh, we we in our in our firm we've got a whole hit list, if you will, of places that we want to move things to, and and get away from. We got part part of, part of the things are offensively, part of the things are defensively. You know, by things I mean investment strategies. Part of them is offense, part of them is defense. You know, once we continue to get clarity direction little by little each month, start making those those adjustments accordingly. So, so uh, you know, pretty optimistic here as the calendar keeps slipping forward. We'll get more information, more news, more clarity. Which way it goes is yet to be determined as far as that goes. So, But, um, you know, that's pretty much it on the markets. Next week we should have a, a, a lot of uh, – a lot of inflation talk next week and what the Fed's going to be doing, this, that, and the other, coming up in the next few weeks. So so stay tuned for all of that, uh, some market-moving indications as far as all that goes. So, hey, give us a ring this morning. Let's open up these phone lines. Give us a call today with any of your financial planning or investment questions at 855-ROSE-123. But don't forget, you know, last week uh, or last month, we had our, our uh, webinar scheduled on charitable giving, showing people how to use some – of the basic parts of the friendly part of the tax code to to teach people how to give correctly charitable giving but unfortunately uh we um had a death in our family my mom passed and so we postponed this webinar uh, until uh, uh March 13th so uh in a couple weeks on on March 13th at 12 to 1 p.m. Eastern and then again from 6 to 7 p.m. Eastern you can go, go to my website, uh, click on uh, uh, webinars, and you'll see it right there. We're going to be doing our charitable giving webinar. There's a lot of information here. You would be surprised at, at, at how you can learn how to give different ways uh, to benefit not only the charity of your choice but your families. And take advantage of the friendly part of the tax code. So so check it out. Go to my website, LarryRosenthal.com. Click on the webinars. You'll see two of them there March 13th from noon to 1 p.m., and then again from 6 to 7 p.m. We're going to br- bring that webinar back. So go check it out. There's no cost for it. Look forward to seeing you there. You listen to Making Money Sense, Larry Rosenthal Show. We'll be back in a moment.
4: the cdfi.org your gift will help transform not only a disabled child's life but the lives of their parents and of the surrounding community go to the CDFI.org. make a difference go to the CDFI.org. Delivering sound financial advice you can depend on, you found The Larry Rosenthal Show. Call now with your questions, 855-767-3123, or stop by LarryRosenthal.com. This is The Larry Rosenthal Show. Well, welcome back to The Larry Rosenthal Show. If you'd like to
2: dial in 855 767 3123855 Rose 123 I'd love to hear from you right now to talk to Larry Rosenthal live here in studio for making money sense. Larry.
3: Yeah, Chris, let me redo that over there again real quick. I was up against the the time thing, but you know, I want to just say to everybody, uh thank you for all of your cards. Uh, I received a lot of cards and emails and phone calls and things from from listeners about the passing of my mom uh, a couple weeks ago. So, thank you very much for your condolences. I really appreciate that. So, amen. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, so uh, we did a uh, – anyway, it was uh, – It was a beautiful service. It was wonderful. It was. It was yeah. a good good yeah. service, and she's with the Lord in heaven, and, and that's what we rejoice on. So we miss her, but we rejoice because we know where she is. So. But, again, yeah. everyone, I th- thank you very much for the cards. We got lots of cards uh, sent to the office from, from people from all over the place. So thank you very, very much. Mm. So, Chris, it is March. I, it is. Are we in the madness yet? Well, that's where we're going today. We are going to figure out how March Madness has a lot to do with the stock market. (laughs) Okay. Okay. We're going to have some fun with this. Let me write this quote down from Larry Rosenthal. There you go. There you go. So we've got we've got some some things that happen in March Madness, you know, NCAA basketball, men's and women's, and it's just madness, right? Because you never know which team's going to win and it's a great big tournament and sometimes it's fun to watch and and things like that. And hopefully everybody's team makes it, you know, make, makes it into the big dance there. But are you doing but, the fantasy thing this year or no? Uh, I don't know if there is a. Is there a fantasy? I think thing there is. I heard that. Oh yeah, there's there's uh, brackets. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. We'll fill out brackets, and there's a the big debate too. You know, do you get to fill out just one bracket, or can you fill out many brackets?
2: And then there's those office pools and all you the know, rest of the yep, stuff that goes along yep. with it. So yeah.
3: so uh, we leave all that up to Bob. Bob's good at bracketology. <laughs> <He's the> man. <laughs> bracketology. Anyway, so so how is March Madness like investing? Okay. You know, you, 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 one of the things that, 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 that is similar is, you know, forget perfection, okay? There's no perfect basketball team out there that's going to win, you know, every single game all year long. Now, there is going to be one perfect basketball team that wins every game in the March Madness tournament. That's true. But how is that like investing? There's no perfect investment out there. There's no investment that's completely tax-free, gives you a high rate of return, doesn't cost anything, has no risk, and it's guaranteed. There's no investment out there. So does that mean we have to buy every team if
2: if, if we're having this analogy go down? Nope. Like...
3: Nope. Here's the deal. Okay? you got to pick one team. So how do you pick the team in your financial planning, in your wealth management strategy, to win to get you over the finish line? And that is having it run through a financial plan, okay? Well, there's a lot of people, and I see this all the time, where people say, hey, well, I've got money here, I've got money there, I'm doing this and doing that, okay? And, and I, I actually said this to someone a couple of weeks ago. I said, well, who's quarterbacking all this? Because you have stuff over here that's not pulling in the same direction you want things to happen here. And we tied everything together with their will, their trust, taxes, their investment strategies, and things like that. So the winning the winning team in your investment strategy is not necessarily today's mutual fund or yesterday's stock or tomorrow's ETF. It's your financial plan, how things are being pulled together. So there's going to be one team that wins March Madness, right? Mm -hmm. And there's going to be one team that wins in your investment strategies, and that's your financial plan. I'll get back to more of this in in just a moment. Let's go ahead and bring Stanley on from Alabama. Good morning, Stanley. How are you today?
5: Hey, just fine, sir.
3: How can I help you?
5: question regarding um, retirement planning. So we are, um, between me and my wife, we have uh, seven sources of income uh, that's going to be coming in, not dealing with uh, investments or anything during our retirement year. And the question is regarding our TSP. We was, um, have been maxing our, our TSP in the government for years, but I'm concerned about having cash on hand. And I think last time you talked about uh, taxes are the lowest. So if you can pay taxes and diversify, uh, that will be uh, better than maxing out your TSP. Uh, And I just wanted to get your insight on whether we should continue to max out the TSPs or get more cash on hand. And I can say for debt-wise, the only thing we have is our current home mortgage that
3: uh, we can uh, do pretty well about paying that off. So, Stanley, I, I, I don't know your situation here, but it seems like from what you've said, you're going to have different streams of pensionable-type income coming in, which is good. First thing we need to do is take a look at, at does those does, do those income streams, what are they tied to, how long will they last, and do they cover your monthly standard of living uh, expenses that you need? <clears throat> Second question is this, is, You said you're low on cash moving into retirement, and then you're asking, should I continue to invest in my retirement plan, the government TSP, uh, right up until when you retire versus not putting any money in maybe the last year or something like that so you can build money up into your savings account? Is that what I hear you telling me?
5: So not necessarily not put money in my TSP. I'm going to continue to contribute towards the TSP. The question is, should I continue to max it out or should I diversify out of there and start uh, saving more cash on hand? And so not very low-force cash on hand, but I would like to have probably double what I have now.
3: Well, so this, this is a very interesting question. This comes up every once in a while. Um, I'm, I'm thinking of a client not too long ago that we, did, we employed this exact same strategy. They've, they had a, 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 a enough money saved up in investments and their, their current employer retirement plans, but they were low on cash moving into their last year in retirement, okay? So we talked about the tax return. We talked about taxes. We talked about trying to build some money up into the savings account, okay? So they actually lowered the amount of money that they were going to put into their retirement plan, and they started paying, taking those dollars and paying off their house, is what they did. In your case, you're talking about not contributing as much in your, in your TSP, but then going ahead and building those uh, extra dollars into your bank account so that when you do retire, you have money to go to the beach with. You have money in case there's a flat tire on your car, things like that, Correct. right? So the answer to your question is, yeah, I'd like you to have good, a good amount of money saved up in the bank, but let's take a look first also at how much of these seven different streams of pensionable income you have coming in i assume two two federal employee pensions two social securities and then maybe some rental properties or something else right what would happen how like if your expenses are say 5000 a month and you're getting 7000 a month from those two maybe for the first 4 or 5 months you can just Live a little skinny and build some extra dollars in the bank account, and that will enable you to still save more money in your TSP. That's the formula that I need to sit down and look at, okay? That's what I need to break down and sort of unpack to see before I tell you don't continue saving in your TSP. So that's what I'd like to do. If you like, I'll be happy to to have one of our advisors reach out to you and sort of take a good look at the number crunching on the end of that, and then we can give you some some suggestions toward, toward your answer. Yeah. Is that okay? Yeah. That would be perfect. Yep. Let me go ahead, Stanley. I'll put you on hold, and Bob will get your contact information. We'll have one of our advisors reach out to you next week and set up a a phone call with you, okay? Thank
5: you, sir.
3: Absolutely. Appreciate the phone call. you listen to Making Money Sense, the Larry Rosenthal Show. Give us a ring at 855-ROSE-123. That's 855-767-3123. Don't forget, on Monday, March 13th, Monday, March 13th, right before March Madness uh, tip-off, we're going to be having planned giving tip-off, right? How's that sound for you, Chris? Okay. <laughs> That's right. So, yeah, so you can go to my website, LarryRosenthal.com. Click on the webinar icon, and you can register today. We're having two webinars on 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 charitable giving, just the basics in charitable giving. We see so many people giving to charities and churches and things, and a lot of times they're doing it the wrong way. We're going to talk mm-hmm. about QCDs and RMDs and all different types of things on how to maximize the the friendly part of the tax code on your basic charitable giving strategies there's i could probably talk for 10 15 hours on it all we're just going to do a very simple thing for an hour long the webinar's there's no cost for the webinars again go to my website larryrosenthal.com click on the webinar icon at the top you'll see it right there from noon to 1 p.m. on uh, Monday March thirteenth and then from six to seven PM that same day. It's the same material. There's no cost. You have an opportunity to participate. You can tech you can uh type questions in or ask questions live and uh it's it's a lot of fun. So um we usually get a lot of people on there, a lot of QA and and again we want to continue to deliver to you financial planning, education, wealth management strategies and things like that month in and month out through webinars with people all across the country as well as on these webinars. I also do a uh, you know, first seven or eight minutes of, of market commentary and update. So we bring everybody up to date uh, on on the markets there. So, Chris, we've got four more things to talk about on investment strategies versus March Madness. How are Only they alike? four? Okay. Yep, four more. We've got five. I've got five total. Okay. Okay. And uh, we're doing – we're on number two, right? There you go. Second one, you know, past performance. Who won the NCAAs last year? <laughs> right? Are they going to win this year? Well, you know what? It was a whole different team, right? Playing against a whole lot of 63 other different teams. So past performance is no indication of future results. And any indication to the contrary especially in college is not good. <laughs> it's exactly right. So past performance on your investments don't necessarily mean that they're going to continue to perform the same way in the future. In other words, what's your buy-sell strategy? How do you look at the economy? How do you take a look at your investments? How does it all pour into your financial plan? How is your wealth strategy, your giving strategy, your taxes, your estate planning? How's all that wrap around into the first position, which is building the right financial plan for a winning solution for yourself? The third one is the more you watch, the more drama you can expect. Okay? <laughs> Right? The more you watch March Madness basketball, 64 teams competing against each other, it's crazy the first couple of days. What is oh, it? Yeah. I think it's Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. You get the first two rounds, and there's basketball flying all over the country, right? Okay? <laughs> kind of like the stock market. If you sit there and watch the stock market all day long, you're going to get a lot of drama, right? You're going to get a lot of drama when it comes to the ups and downs all day long. Week in and week out. I was talking with a client uh, this this past week. I showed them some slides on the history of the daily swings in the stock market versus what the average investor does. And they're like, well, they keep getting in and out. They keep losing. I go, I know. Mm-hmm. Because they listen to the news every day, all the time and emotional they, reactions they produce yeah. a lot of drama yeah. in their life when it comes to investment strategies. So don't do that. Sit back and watch March Madness, not the stocks every day. Sell, sell, sell.
2: Bye, bye, bye.
3: There you go. Let's let's go ahead and welcome Regina on the line from the from D C. Good morning, Regina. How are you? Good
6: morning.
3: Hello, everyone. Hello, how can I help you?
6: Uh, Larry, I've been hearing that eventually we might be going to using only plastic as opposed to continuing to use legal tender. Is there any truth in
3: that? Um, you know, I I I hear that too and I've seen bills in Congress and I've seen, you know, the studies that, that the government's doing, different branches of the government or whatever's doing. On that, And I look to see, you know, you're talking about, are we going to go digital? <clears throat> and on, on, at some point, uh, probably, uh, what that looks like when we get there, I don't know. But if you stop and think about it, Regina, f- real quick, you know, when you go to the grocery store, and if you put your groceries on your Visa card and then go home and pay your Visa card by moving money out of your bank account to your Visa card, that's all digital currency right there. When you go to the grocery store and you have a five percent coupon on uh, dishwashing soap, that's digital currency. When you get on a plane and your and your 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 fee for your ticket is half price because of frequent flyer miles, that's digital currency as well. So we are well into digital currency now. There are some places now that don't accept uh, uh, dollar bills. Yeah, dollar bills. They only take uh, credit cards or, or debit cards or whatever they are. So you know it. From from the standpoint of, of uh you know, where we are with technology and things like that, I think we're gonna continue to move further and further into that into that realm. Uh what does that mean? Um, is it a slippery slope from the government being able to track track transactions more? That's one of the big fears. Can they cut you off? That's another fear. Um, you know, just different things like that. So so uh I, I, I would just Say this it, it it comes back to to i think it 's psalms uh, forty one where, where the Lord owns everything, including our money, you know, and we just need to be good stewards with it and and god 's going to take care of our needs, and i don 't think that they 're going to confiscate all of our dollars one day, and if they did, then you know uh, we 're all in the same boat together so so i wouldn 't go down that road, and i wouldn 't worry about it too much, but I do think that we 're going to move further and further down that road. Will it be in our generation, or, or you know, is it going to take another 40 years, another 80 years for us to be totally digital? Uh, probably, it's going to take quite a while to to really get mm-hmm. there. You know, so okay,
6: I'm uh, just wondering if all of us millionaires need to go out and start spending our money now.
3: Well, you know, th- think 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 of think of it like this, Regina. Okay, think think of it like this. It would be great if all the millionaires did go out and start spending their money. That means stocks would rise, right, for the rest of everybody. Okay, but if you th- if you think about it from from this standpoint, um, you know, the uh, maybe they say, okay, you know. Uh, April 1st, right? Well, that's April Fool's Day. It wouldn't be a good day, right? <laughs> let's, say, let's say April 2nd. They say, okay, we're going digital. Come down to the bank, turn in all your money, and they put digits in your checking account, right? Uh, there's no difference in spending your digits or your cash, really, if you think about it. So um, I wouldn't put too much concern about it, and I certainly wouldn't buy into all the fear-mongering about it out there, okay? Mm-hmm.
6: Okay, thanks a lot.
3: Absolutely. Appreciate the phone call. You're listening to Making Money Sense. Give us a ring at 855-ROSE-123. Hey, check us out live streaming the show on LarryRosenthal.tv this morning. It's open mic Saturday. Give us a call with any of your financial planning or investment questions. We're going over today the similarities between the stock market and March Madness. We'll be back in a moment with more Making Money Sense.
4: Financial advice you can depend on. You found the Larry Rosenthal Show. Call now with your questions 855 767 3123 or stop by Larry Rosenthal.com. This is
3: the Larry Rosenthal Show. And here's another Money Minute with Larry Rosenthal. We've all heard the more risk you get, the more opportunity there is for growth in returns in your investments. However, can you have too much risk in your investments so that you get diminishing returns? You can only water ski behind one boat at a time. Make sure your risk-adjusted return is aligned with your investment objectives.
4: with your financial plan today at LarryRosenthal.com or call right now for the financial planning toolkit, 855-767-3123. That's 855-ROSE-123. This is the Larry Rosenthal Show.
2: Welcome back to the Larry Rosenthal Show. Hey, we've got some telephone lines available for you. 855-767-3123 is the number to call. That's 855-ROSE-123. To talk to Larry
3: Rosenthal here in the studio. Larry. Sure, Chris. Let's bring Frank on. Good morning, Frank. How are you today uh, from Virginia? Good
7: morning. Uh, good morning, morning Larry. Uh, doing great. Uh, you know, with interest rates going up in terms of uh, getting money on a certificate of deposit, I notice there are a lot of uh, banks and just about any entity that can can have a CD has one out there. What's the due diligence we should do on, on choosing a CD for our portfolio, and how much should we look to uh, putting into that as part of a portfolio?
3: Well, as far as due diligence go, I would make sure that the bank you're using is FDIC insured and then follow the rules of how much money you can have backed up by FDIC based off of the registration of the CD, you know, your name, you and your spouse's name, your spouse's name, that type of thing, okay, Um, and spread it around, you know. Uh, I mean, as long as it's FDIC insured, that's fine. Now, as far as putting money in CDs, As interest rates are rising, now is the time when you want to ladder CDs. In other words, you might want to put money into a three-month CD, a six-month CD, a a a nine-month and a 12-month and so forth and so on, 15, 18, 20 months, that type of thing, okay? You might want to do that while interest rates are rising because three months from now, interest rates could be higher. The CD that's coming due in three months can grab that higher rate, okay? And so forth and so on. So during a climbing interest rate environment, you want to ladder your CDs. Once we get to the point where the Fed, whether it's next year or the year after or some point down the road, the Fed will start to lower interest rates. That's when you want to lock in the long-term interest rate because then you could be sitting there at 5% and five, five months later, everybody else will be buying a new CD at 4%. Okay, So that's the that's the process that you want to go through. In looking at at buying the CDs, a laddering effect while it's climbing, while rates are climbing, and then locking in long term once rates turn and pivot and go down. Okay.
7: So, what about uh, is there is there, other than the risk of not being insured by the FDIC? Uh, are, are there any other inherent risk? Is there a time? I guess there's a timing situation here, like you were just talking about.
3: Well, you know, when you're talking about bank CDs, you also want to take a look at alternatives to bank CDs. And And that might be government treasury bills, T bills. you know I know that uh, the other day t bill uh, the six month T bill closed at over five percent, which beats a one year bank c d at 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 low low fours okay so you're you're shopping paper basically, you're shopping commercial paper, you're shopping short term cash equivalents right and so you know you've got f d i c insurance at the banks. Are you comfortable with that, how much it's, it insures, or are you more comfortable with backed by the federal, U.S. federal government in T-bills? Okay. And you can mix and match. You can have some CDs. You can, you know, when, you look, when, you, when you take a look at your quiet money, your bank money, this type of stuff, you need money in your checking account, your savings account, obviously. But if you have excess dollars there that aren't really earning an effective enough rate of return, mix and match it. Get some CDs, get some Treasury bills, okay, and ladder the Treasury bills out as well. You know, uh, there's there's a right. school of thought out there right now. The 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 six month and the uh, one year. I'm sorry, yeah, the the six month and the one year are both closed the other day, right around five <clears> percent. <throat> so somebody would say, well, why would I lock the 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 one year up? Some people will lo- lock it up for one year. At this point, I mean, you can always get out of it. It's liquid, okay. But, but some people say, no, give me the one year now, because they think rates will come down between now and then. So they're playing a rate game. So so mix right. and match it on, on all of that. Okay, I, I don't really think that's going to be the case, right. but but uh, that's how I would go about doing it. So just make sure it's FDIC-insured and the rates are competitive. That's all. Okay,
7: one, thank you, Larry. That's really great advice. One other question. Are there hidden fees associated with getting a CD?
3: Well, there, there could be opportunity costs. If you go get a six-month CD at three percent, and you can get a six-month Treasury bill at five percent, right? You've got a two percent opportunity cost that's lost.
7: Now, I was thinking more of a bank charging you some sort of a handling. You got to, process. Yeah, fee. you
3: you have to talk to the individual bank on that. I don't know. Okay. Yeah, I don't have I don't have the answer to that. Um, my my answer would be off the cuff. Could be. You know, what's your banking relationship? What type of a, of an account are you putting it into? Is it a brokerage account? Or, you know, or just buying right. a CD off the shelf? You'd have to talk to the bank. and Just ask them that question. There's a disclosure form that they give you that will cover all that.
7: Hey, thanks so, for your advice, Larry. Great show.
3: Absolutely. Appreciate the call, Frank. Appreciate the fo- phone call. you listen to Making Money Sense. Give us a ring at 855-ROSE-123. That's 855-767-3123. Let's bring Al on from Alabama. Good morning, Al. How are you?
8: Well, I want to follow up on that. Was uh, uh, you had a, a lady asked a question a couple of minutes ago about going cashless, going digital. Yes. And uh, you addressed you you, you address some good points on it and everything. But uh, I don't know personally. I have a huge concern with that because what we're basically doing is we're giving control of our total finances i say we're giving they're taking control of 100 percent of our finances over to the government and it's in a situation where if we don't do as we're told as in i as an example take the vaccine or do this or do that then we're shut off we can do absolutely nothing we do as we're told in addition you know like in in a bartering system uh I need some work done on my vehicle. I need this done. I come over to my house and do this and do that. And we, we you know, we deal with one another directly. Now, under that system, wouldn't it be the government say this is a transaction, so there must be taxes paid on it?
3: So, Al, I knew, I knew that when I opened up that door on that phone call, okay, I saw a couple things happen. I saw the phone start to light up. And I saw Chris, the engineer here in the studio, his eyes pop out because it is a hot subject. And I will, I will not deny it is a hot subject. And anybody that can tell you the answer to all of this, no, they're just guessing. We've never been there. We don't know how it's going to work. And the issue that we have here is is uh, President Biden in March of last year signed um, – uh, I forget what it was one four six oh seven I think HR one four six oh seven or something like that I, I I don't really remember but that was pretty that's pretty close to the number which which explores going digital more and then they can track uh, transactions mm-hmm. down to six hundred dollar transactions okay um, now now you know in, in my household I guess I'm a you know wealth manager or financial planner or estate <laughs> planner you know. Guess what my kids get to hear all the time at dinner table, right? Okay, so my, I had to Venmo my son some money the other day, for uh, he took our dog in or something. I, I Venmoed him some money the other day, a couple of bucks, and uh, he said, "Well, well, Dad, are they going to be able to track that now?" I said, "No, not now, but maybe." Okay, so you know I don't make light of it at the same time, but the, it it is a slippery slope, just because now they got eyes, they got eyes on everything. To begin with, but to your point, you need your oil change, you talk to your neighbor and and you send them a box of steaks they're not transact they're not copying that transaction right, but if it's a different type of scenario they they could and I don't know what that looks like, okay, but I do know that we're all going to be in it together. What does that mean from what you were saying a bartering standpoint now, I come over, cut your lawn you you throw me thirty bucks, you know. That's not tracked right now. Will that be tracked in the future? Well, if it is, maybe I cut your lawn and then you wash my car if you wanted to do something like that. You, you know what I mean? I I just don't know what it looks like, but I do know that that, you know, from from my lens, you know, God is going to do everything possible to bring us back to him. And and what's what's one of the biggest things that competes against against us, us putting the Lord first in our lives? And that's money. You know, money provides money. People think that money provides power and prestige and 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 ego and all that kind of stuff. All the things that are worldly. No. Well, what happens if somehow God uses money to bring people back to Him? And we say, okay, now what? Right. Now, I, I just don't know, Al. I I don't have a solid answer for you on that. But I do know there's all kinds, and I get it all the time with with articles and and and. Uh, you know, uh, clients asking me, and so I've I've seen the, a lot of other questions. We can go deep into the conspiracy <laughs> theory on on all these things. Okay, um, I'm opening
2: I, up a trading post myself. That's what. Yeah,
3: I, but but I I do I do respect your question, and 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 it is a legitimate question. Yeah, because as technology continues to develop, not only here but around the globe, you know, the the control of currency is is going to be you mm-hmm. know one of the issues as well. So. I just don't know what it looks like. What it when we get there, uh, we are moving in that direction. It, it appears, but does that mean it's another thirty years, or does it mean it's another you know thirty months? Who knows? Okay, so
8: yeah, well, like with China, I think they have this thing called a social credit score.
3: Yes, and I'm familiar it, with that. It, yeah. it ha-
8: it's, it's linked to your attitude, or your your how, how you accept things, how well you go along with what you're told to do. And if you don't, then you're kind of shut down. So it's people that I don't trust. It's people. And the government has, you know, with the FBI, like with the raid on on, on former President Trump and how they've been weaponized against him, it uh, it just shows that people can be and people are evil. Um, I trust God 100 percent personally. I am praying. Nobody has control. I am praying that is the return of Christ before we go mm. through all this digital stuff, and we're up and out of here. And that way, I don't care what's left down here.
3: Praise the Lord, and that's the way we have to look at it, Al. We have to look at it with the eternal lens on everything that we have. You know, your cars, your 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 neckties. You know, your money, everything, and it's all the Lord's anyway. You know, and and um as you know as 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 christians <clears throat> why would we expect anything different we know that since jesus ascended every single day you know we're moving toward that day of rapture right yeah every
8: day is closer
3: that's exactly right and so you know maybe he comes back before tip off in march madness right <laughs>
8: there you go. Well, i hope my cd matures before he comes back so i can get
3: it <laughs> <laughs> go go spend it. That's exactly right. Hey, listen, if you'd like, let me go ahead and send you out our financial planning toolkit, okay? And and all right, uh, we'll we'll get you some information on 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 planning and stuff like that. Let me put you on hold here. I appreciate the phone call. Have I don't a know great about weekend, you, Larry, but
2: I'm taking my Redskins tie with me. It is going with me when I pass to the next there line.
3: There you go. All right, all right. I hear you, Chris. You think? <laughs> you, think you think? That's right. right. Okay. It's with me. All right. So hey, you listen. Uh, you listen to making money sense, the Larry Rosenthal show. Don't forget to go to my visit my website LarryRosenthal.com or RosenthalWealthManagement.com. dot com. And uh, click on the webinar icon, top right-hand corner, and you will then see our upcoming webinar on March 13th. We're doing two of them, uh, from noon to 1 p.m. Eastern and then from 6 to 7 p.m. Eastern, and it's going to be on charitable giving. Uh, The basics in charitable giving, learning how to use the friendly part of the tax code to enhance your giving strategies. We'll also do a market commentary and update there. So, uh, you know, appreciate uh, everybody who who was on it for, for February when we postponed it to March here. Uh, you know, you'll you'll get the same invites again, but you can go go register right now today as, as well. It's gonna be a lot of fun. Uh it's gonna be an hour of Q and it's gonna be the same session, the same material is gonna be both sessions. So whichever one you can take, or you can take both, it doesn't matter. But today we're also talking about since we're ushering in March March Madness this week, right? Today we're talking about uh the how investing parallels or has some some similarities to March Madness. We've talked about number one, you know. Uh, there's there's only going to be one perfect basketball team in March Madness. That's the team that wins every game, okay? So all the rest of the teams are not going to be perfect. I don't think that's ever been done. <laughs> every year it's done, right? Well, one side, yeah, right. Every year, one team has to win every game yeah. to, to win the whole thing. There that's exactly go. right. So go. every year. But. There's no perfect investment out there. There's a perfect mm-hmm. basketball team. The only perfect investment opportunity is the proper structure of a financial plan. You know, don't let the, your, your, the team that won it last year, don't let them fool you. They may not win it this year. So that means that your investments that you had last year may not necessarily be the same ones you need for this year, right? Mm-hmm. Okay? And and don't, don't, don't take in all the drama in the stock market every day. Put the drama on March Madness and watch the basketball games. Leave your emotions out of making decision process, number four. Emotions out of making decision process, okay? Um, You know, well, I've had this stock, Larry, for years and years, and it was passed down from my grandparents to my parents to me and everything. Well, that's fine. You can keep it there. You know, it's now worth $4 a share or or whatever, you know, or maybe $20. Anyway, it doesn't look like it's growing. Do you want to still keep it? Yeah, we want to keep it. Okay, that's fine. Another way of emotional decisions is the markets are going up, 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 and up, and you start buy, buy, buying, buying, and the markets are going down, 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 and you start selling, selling, selling. That's opposite, okay, Mm. of what you should be doing. It's opposite. Just like don't make emotional decisions in March Madness. And and pick UVA to win everything. Oh, I'm sorry. No, no. Pick your favorite team to win everything, right? Okay. Yeah. So so look at the statistics. Bob didn't, Bob didn't smile about that. I don't. Know I what. know. I saw that. So look at the statistics and everything you know are, are around all that. And then number five, you know, keep in mind the importance of a great coach. You know, mm-hmm. who, what coach has been there before? What coach can can actually help propel the team through the adversity? What coach can keep te- keep the team thinking directly? Uh, Directly, uh, you know, correctly working in unison, all pulling in the same direction. You know, who's your team? Who's who's your team in your in your wealth management, in your financial planning, in your charitable giving, in your taxes, your CPA, your financial advisor, your your banker, your attorney. That's your team right there. Okay. Uh, make sure that they're working together and 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 everything's congruent pulling in the same direction of your overall financial plan that your financial advisor built for you. Usually it's your financial advisor that quarterbacks all of these these uh, other professionals together in unison for your uh best interest uh when it, when it all boils down to it all. So so there you go. Investing is very similar to March Madness, right? And uh, uh, it's a lot, lot, lot of fun when it when it comes to, to putting today's show together, as far as that goes. So, mm-hmm. Hey, we're going to take another break. Let's keep the phone lines open. Give us a ring today at eight five five rose one two three. That's eight five five seven six seven three one two three. Listen to making money sense. I'm Larry Rosenthal. We'll be back in a moment.
1: to making money sense live with larry rosenthal phone lines are open for your retirement and financial planning questions at 855 rose 123 that's 855-767-3123 more making money sense in a moment
2: and
3: here's another money minute with larry rosenthal we've all heard the more risk you get the more opportunity there is for growth in returns in your investments. However, can you have too much risk in your investments so that you get diminishing returns? You can only water ski behind one boat at a time. Make sure your risk-adjusted return is aligned with your investment objectives.
4: Now nationwide and coast-to-coast from sea to shining sea, call now 855-767-3123. That's 855-ROSE-123. Live from the nation's capital, this is the Larry Rosenthal Show. Welcome back to the Larry Rosenthal Show, 855-767-3123
2: is our number to call. 855-ROSE-123 to talk to Larry Rosenthal. And you can watch him also on LarryRosenthal.tv. We
3: should talk also about that webinar coming up
2: here in a minute or two.
3: We can, Chris, sure. Uh, we just did, but... Uh, I want to uh, hear about it again. <laughs> okay, well, it's going to be on charitable giving, the basics of charitable giving. You know, there's a lot of different ways that the, that the tax code enables us to donate to charities, your church, your, your charity of choice, different places like that. There's a lot of rules associated with it and a lot of different strategies that you can use, and we're going to go over just a couple of them. On the webinar we're going to start teaching people how to give correctly Mm. okay we we see people leaving money on their tax return and they don't even know about it so so we're going we're going to start showing people how to how to give correctly to your charity of choice uh when it when it comes to that so it's going to be monday march 13th from from 12 to 1 and then again the same session again uh both sessions are live it'll be from 6 to 7 p.m uh both times eastern so We'll have people there from all over the, the country on the webinar. Feel free to join us. There's no cost for the webinar. Uh, these are a lot of fun. And, again, we want to continue to provide financial planning and education purposes or, or, or classes to people, uh, you know, for the purpose of you, you know, doing better with, with your wealth management strategy. So, so that's the deal there. So think of it as the friendly part of the tax code, Chris. Let's, uh, let's go ahead and welcome Connie on the line from Ohio. Good morning, Connie. How are you today? How can I help you? I'm
9: calling from Amherst, Ohio. I'm listening to you on my serious um, XM channel, Family Talk. And I've not heard you before, although I listen to Christian all the time, but I just happen to turn on this and listening to you. I've got my IRA, and they call it IRA, IRA. It's in an annuity. And um, I have to do something with it when I'm 70 I'm 65 just about now Um, And I've been hearing all these different things How, you know, the government's going to do this, that, and the other And we know that, you know, things can change You know, we don't know what it's going to be and what it's not going to be But I wanted to know what is the best plan for me You know, I just started the tip of an iceberg with um, stocks And trying to learn about that And trying to look at other avenues um, to protect myself um and I want god 's plan on it. I want your your folks a Christian perspective on it, you know, because you don't know who to listen to. you know, you just don't know
3: well, Connie, a couple, couple things there you know the truth the, the you know the the Bible, there you go, right uh but right. S- and then secondly, um you said something like you're sixty five but your annuity comes due or you have to do something with it at seventy. Um, why is that? You you can keep an annuity in perpetuity, you know, for the for the rest of your life. What makes you think that you have to do something with it at seventy?
9: Because that's what they had said is through IEG. Is it IEG, the big big insurance company? I'm not saying the initials right. IAG, I believe.
3: that that's fine. So so it sounds like to me that in in some cases. Not all cases, but in some cases when people put money into an annuity, there's a clock that's going against you. If you pull too much money out before like three or five or seven years, there's a penalty. Maybe your clock is over at that at when you're age 70, but that doesn't mean you have to change your annuity, okay? That doesn't mean you have to roll it into another annuity or anything like that. There's, there's a lot of confusion about annuities out there. I've taught many classes on them. Um, you know, so – so, but to, to get to your question of, you know, you've got this annuity, we've got to take a look at it first to see if there is something that that gets triggered at age 70. Maybe there is for some reason, uh, but I, I highly doubt it. Secondly, then then let's take a look at how that annuity goes toward your objectives, like you said, protecting you and where you should or shouldn't be investing dollars. So I, I would need to really take a look at the annuity contract first to before I can tell you – what it's about you know obviously so if you like i'll be happy to put you on hold and bob will get some of your contact information and we'll have one of our advisors reach out to you next week and go over it with you and then take a good look at it and give you some ideas on it okay wow
9: okay thank you i appreciate that
3: absolutely i appreciate you you listening connie Uh, i got a lot of friends in ohio now hopefully we got another one so let me put you on hold here and uh, Bob will get your contact information. So appreciate the phone call. Have a great weekend. You're listening to Making Money Sense. Give us a ring at 855 Rose 123. That's 855 767 3123. Let's welcome Regina on the line from uh, DC. Good morning, Regina.
6: Hi. I'm calling because I want, if you're retired, is it necessary to file taxes?
3: Uh, I believe so, yes. Do you have income?
6: Just retirement?
3: Yes. If you have retirement income, like a pension or Social Security, yes, you need to file your taxes.
6: Oh, okay. So they'll send the information from, like, Social Security for you to, to use this, to file your taxes with?
3: Yes. Yes, they will. Um, if you'd like, I'll be, you know, depending on how much it is. But uh, let, let, me, let me direct you to a CPA firm. That can help you, okay? Okay. okay. Uh, because you should have a lot of that material. Well, it may be still coming to you. It's only the beginning of March. Um, but if you have a pension and Social Security, yeah, you're going to need to file your taxes, okay? Okay. Yep. Let me put you on hold, and, and Bob will we'll get, get some information, and we'll pass over a CPA firm for you to speak with. So appreciate the phone call. Hey! Don't forget about our webinar coming up in a couple of weeks on Monday, March thirteenth, at noon to one, and then six to seven p.m. on charitable giving. Meanwhile, go check us out on LarryRosenthal.tv. Subscribe to our YouTube channel if you like, and uh, you can watch how we uh, do the show live streaming. You know, and and uh, come on a little bit early sometimes, and you get all the baseball talk uh, and <laughs> the March Madness. I'm sure coming up. Yep, exactly. That's exactly right. So, uh, well, listen. Um, uh, have a great week. I didn't get through most of my material, so we'll have some stuff for next week there as as well. During the week, if you have any questions, you can feel free to give us a ring at 855-ROSE-123. We get lots of calls and emails and questions during the week. And we send out information as well. And if you've heard of anything that you want to talk about on the show, just give us a ring. We'll send you out the information as well uh, for, for all that goes. So for Bob in the back answering the phones today, appreciate your work again, Bob. And Chris McKay, as always, I'm Larry Rosenthal. Have a wonderful week. We'll be back next Saturday with another session the Larry Rosenthal Show, Making Money Sense.